Hey guys, thanks a lot for joining us today for episode two of the Lindley podcast. My name is Skylar Wallace. Again, I'm the founder of Lindley. And if you don't know what Lindley is, I suggest you pause things right now. Go back to episode one. I did about an eight minute overview of Lindley, my background, what we're trying to do here. Uh, today in episode two, I want to get into the very exciting topic of mortgage points. But before we dig into mortgage points, I just want to point out that everything that I talk about today are my own opinions. Uh, I've been a loan officer for about 10 years now, and I do have quite a few ideas and opinions about things, but everything that I express today are opinions uh, of my own, and they do not reflect any of my current or former employers. So to get in episode two, we're talking about mortgage points. So as I'm a, I'm a lender, I get a lot of calls from a lot of customers looking for a mortgage loan. And the most common question that I get when somebody gets transferred over that's looking for a mortgage loan and has some questions is, what's your rate? That's usually the very first question that somebody asks me. Uh, I think it's just because people look at mortgage loans and they assume that the rate is all that matters and the rate determines everything. So people call and they say, yeah, I'm uh, curious about getting a mortgage loan. What's your rate? So that is, I guess, common sense why someone would ask that question, but that's actually kind of a dumb question to ask. Uh, I'm going to try and put that in perspective of why I do not like that question to lead off the conversation. So let's say that you're at home and a friend of yours suggests that you go and try the brand new burger joint in town. And you think, okay, I don't know anything about it. Let's do it. I'm going to call up. I'm going to put in an order. I'm going to have carry out. I'm going to go pick it up. So you call up the new burger joint and the very first question that you ask is, yeah, what does your burger cost? And that hungry salesman that answered that phone immediately replies, well, a burger costs $5. And you think, wow, this place is great. And the burgers are only $5. That's fantastic. And you look in and you start asking some questions about what they offer. And you decide that you're going to upgrade your burger and you're going to get a buffalo burger. You're going to add bacon and blue cheese. And you're going to add a side of poutine fries. And all of a sudden, you've added $12 in upgrade to that base burger. And that salesman doesn't mention that at the time. He just takes the order, tells you to be, it'll be ready in about 20 minutes. And you show up to the new burger joint excited for your $5 burger and your bill is $17. That is exactly what can happen when you ask a lender what their rate is. When you call up a mortgage company, you get connected to a lender, and the very first thing you say is, what's your rate? There's really three situations that can, that can happen there. The first situation is that that lender can be hungry to make a sale because it's a very competitive business. Most of us are paid on at least some, if not all, commission, and we're desperate to get your business. So what that smart lender is going to do is going to quote you the absolute lowest rate that there is. Uh, you may not even qualify for that rate. Uh, that rate may be completely untouchable for you. That rate may have been available that morning and is not even available at that time because rates have changed at that point in the day. Uh, but that lender wants to get your application in and make that sale. So he's going to quote you a very attractive rate and hoping that you bite. The second scenario, if you call up a lender and ask him for a mortgage rate, uh, is an okay situation. Uh, a little bit more experienced lender is going to get that question and they're going to have similar feelings about it that I do. And they're going to at least ask a few questions first to try and qualify that rate a little. They might ask if you're interested in a 15 year or a 30 year. They may ask how your credit is. Maybe they'll ask about a down payment. 
Uh, hopefully they're going to ask a couple of questions and just try and get a little base level qualification. And so the rate that they give you is probably still going to be low. There's probably still a pretty good chance that you're not going to qualify for it, but there's going to be a better chance with that second scenario than the first. Uh, the best case scenario that can happen for you if you decide to call up a mortgage company and ask what is the rate is that you're going to get a good lender and you're going to get an honest and fair lender. And that lender is going to try and explain to you that realistically you can have whatever rate you want within reason. Uh, and that brings us to the topic today of mortgage points. So what mortgage points allow you to do is that you can choose what rate works best for you depending on your situation. So in the small chance that you call up and get a good lender and he says, you know what, uh, rate's a great question to ask, but uh, it's very difficult for me to say because the best rate uh, is different for everyone. And what I'd really like to do is try and sit down with you and learn some of your goals and what you're trying to accomplish in this home purchase. Uh, once I know a lot more about you and what you're trying to do in your life, what you're trying to accomplish, what your budget looks like, uh, how much money you have down, what your credit looks like, and what your overall uh, picture does maybe five years down the line, I can then suggest a rate that would align with that. And if you call up and hope that that's what you get, uh, it's going to be very tough. The odds are slim because, like I said, it's a competitive industry, and most of the time you're going to get quoted a rock-bottom rate. Uh, which you can see if you ever see a banner ad for Quicken Mortgage or any any other lending company, even Lending Tree that you'll see online. A lot of times those rates are rock bottom rates that are hard to qualify for. So what mortgage points are, are that they offer you the flexibility to either buy down or sell up the interest rate. Uh, there are scenarios for both cases where sometimes the lowest rate possible may be right for you. However, there's other times where it might be smarter to take a little bit higher rate than the, what the market average is uh, for a couple of reasons. And I'm going to go into a couple of different scenarios here and see if I can explain exactly what I mean by mortgage points and why they are so important. Uh, so I want to paint a scenario. I want to say you are a potential home buyer. Uh, you're going to be purchasing a home for $250,000. You're going to get a 30-year mortgage on it. Closing costs, we're going to estimate, are going to be $5,000 to keep the math simple. And you're going to put the standard 20% down. So you've got $50,000 that you're going to put down on that loan uh, to make this loan come together. So you go in, you sit down, you meet with your lender, and the base rate that you can pick from is 4.5%. Uh, you're going to put $55,000 down, the $5,000 of closing costs plus the $50,000 down payment. You're going to get a loan for $200,000. You're going to finance it over 30 years. Uh, your payment's going to be about $1,013 in that scenario. So the next thing that's going to happen is the lender is going to ask if you would like to buy that rate down. And what that means is that for a couple of points, uh, a point is 1% of the loan. So if we're borrowing $200,000 in this scenario, one point equates to $2,000. So if you, in this scenario here, if you wanted to pay two points or $4,000, the lender would be willing to drop that rate from 45 down to 4%. So why would they do that? Uh, number, what happens when they close a loan is that nine times out of 10, they're going to sell that loan out on the market and they're going to cash in. Uh, so they have certain thresholds of what they need to charge when they write that loan and sell it. And so someone that's buying that on the market 
doesn't necessarily want to offer a 4% loan uh, if the market is currently trending at four and a half. So in order to do that, they are going to charge more upfront. So they'll collect more income in the beginning. And then over time, they're willing to give up a little of their rate. Uh, if you were to pay those two points and drop your rate from four and a half to four, you would ultimately drop your payment from 1013 down to $955. So over time, you would see some savings. So you're paying $4,000 up front to save on that payment over time. On the other side of the spectrum, that lender may say, another option that you could do is you could take a two-point credit and I could offer you a rate at 5%. So instead of four and a half, we're going to be a half a point higher at five on your rate. But instead of you paying us $2,000, we will actually give you, or instead of paying us two points, we will actually give you two points. So that lender is going to offer you a credit back uh, in exchange for you taking a higher rate of 5%. It's the same scenario as, as uh, dropping it down to four, only in reverse. So in this case, what the lender knows is that he's going to be making more money over time because the loan's written at five instead of four and a half. And so they're willing to sacrifice a little of that income up front which is why you're going to be able to see a $4,000 reduction uh, overall. So if you were to buy down at 4%, you're ultimately going to put down $59,000. So you're going to put your $50,000 down, your $5,000 in closing costs, and another $4,000 in your mortgage points that you bought. In the other scenario, you're only going to put $51,000 down. So you're going to put your $50,000 down, $50, down payment, uh, but then the lender is going to pay $4,000 worth of your closing costs. So you're actually saving $4,000 in that case. Uh, and then your loan amount, instead of being $200,000, is now reduced down to $196,000. So it's a little bit less that you're having to borrow now uh, because you can use the cash that would have gone to a down payment to put onto the principal of that loan. The payment is going to go up. Uh, the payment in the five-year, the 5% option is going to be about $1,052. So if you compare the 5% versus the 4%, it's about $100 a month difference. So if you were to buy down, uh, you're going to be saving yourself about $100. But if you were to go up, you're going to be costing yourself about $100 uh, more on that monthly payment. So now we get into the payback. And this is where things really get important with points as to what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. The national average for a mortgage loan, uh, for the, the length of time that a mortgage loan stays open is actually only seven years. So what we're talking about right now is a 30-year mortgage, but on average, a mortgage either sells off, refinances, or closes every seven years. So we're talking about a really short-term situation here. If you were to buy down that 4% rate, you are going to see a lower payment that you're going to enjoy over the 30 years that would save you almost $35,000 over the life of the loan. However, there's any number of situations that could come up where you wouldn't actually see that loan to fruition. So it's going to take you six years and 10 months, almost seven years to recoup that uh, $4,000 of points that you put down. So if you end up getting a job change or have to relocate or downsize, or if you have a surprise kid and have to get a bigger home, anything can happen and you have to get out of that house and get rid of that mortgage, then that $4,000 is going to be lost. You're not going to recoup that and buying down to that low rate was actually a waste of money.
On the other scenario, if you bounce around a lot and you know that your career is up for uh, changing scenery quite often and, and you get a lot of job transfers, you may want to take that 5% rate uh, to see that credit because you know that you are going to be paying back a little bit higher payment, but it's going to take several years before you actually start losing money uh, because you saw a $4,000 credit on your closing costs when you purchased that home. It's actually going to take about eight and a half years for that to happen. So if you think again, the national average for a mortgage loan to, to end is seven years, uh, the better scenario might actually be the 5% rate. Uh, so again, if we come back to what I was talking about in the beginning, you call up a lender and you tell that lender, what's your lowest rate? And that lender tells you 4%. You might think, man, this is great. This is exactly what I need. I'm going to go in, I'm going to get a 4% loan. When in reality, what's going to happen is that lender is going to make a big payday on you up front by charging you $4,000 in extra closing costs. And then the odds are that that loan could either close or you could refinance again before you see the payback so the lender ultimately would win. Whereas the 5% rate, which isn't nearly as sexy, it's an entire percent higher, uh, is could be the better scenario for you based on that. Uh, so it's, it's a lot smarter when you call up a lender uh, to maybe even test them uh, if you, if you want to get creative and ask this question, you know, what is your rate? And use their response to judge them and see what uh, caliber of a lender they are. Uh, if you feel like they are trying to sell you and they offer you a very, very low rate that uh, doesn't seem possible, uh, odds are you're not getting a great deal. Uh, you have to remember mortgage loans are essentially a commodity. For the most part, we all sell uh, the same product. All of our pricing is very similar. The odds of you finding one uh, random company that's able to offer a significantly lower rate are very slim. Uh, so if that's the response that you get, just be aware of that. Uh, maybe even push back. Ask them, uh, are there any origination fees? Are you including any points in that rate? Uh, that you quoted me and really try and get to the bottom of that. Uh, that That is uh, the most important thing you can do with points. And just remember that when you get into your mortgage loan, the interest rate is important, uh, but you really need to understand what your long-term goals are and what the chances of you staying in that home are before you commit to a rate and decide to pay points to buy that rate down. So thanks for listening today. Uh, again, episode two of the podcast. Uh, we do uh, have an email that we've set up uh, it is support at lendly.me. You can reach out and if you have any ideas or questions, you can send them there and I will get them or you can reach out on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at, at sky8632 at SKY8632. Uh, I'm there. You can send your questions that way. Really appreciate the time and we'll be back soon with episode three.